Hello, sister. Hello, mister. <laughs> this is episode seven. Seven, seventh heaven. Uh, oh, seven deadly sins, lucky number seven. Seven Slevin. dwarfs. Uh-oh. That's Can really you say dwarfs? Well, the thing is with that is that it's already a pre-established movie in uh, folklore and pop That's culture. True, so, so we didn't do it. The onus isn't on us. It's on Disney. <laughs> It's not our onus, Jonas Brothers. Um, Did you? Did I tell you something? When I play the game Heads Up, you know that Ellen Heads Up game? Whenever, no, I always think Seven Up too, but no one knows that in the States. So Heads Up is when you put the clue on your forehead and then the person is telling you, trying to give you clues. So whenever the Jonas has come up, I'm like, it's the three brothers who made a vow to chastity who sing. (laughs) And the person I play with is always like, I don't know who that is. Maybe because people like didn't know them then or something, and we just have more of a well-rounded idea of like young people and older people. I guess so. All right, tell us about what you did this week. What are the highlights? Okay, what day is it? It's Wednesday. Um, people, you're probably going to hear this on Thursday, maybe Friday. We don't know how busy we are going to be. We don't know what's going to happen. But up until Wednesday, what's been happening in my life? Um, ooh, I've been. Um, what have I been doing? Do you remember? <laughs> okay, yesterday you were with Kelly shopping or something. Oh, yeah. I went I went from lunch. That was very nice to Taroni, great restaurant in Toronto. Always always a very delish uh, Italian experience. And then earlier on in the week, uh, so what does that, Monday? Uh, oh, been watching 90 Day Fiance. That's just ridiculous and mm. completely insane. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe when you tell me what you've been doing, I'll remember what I've been doing. Um, okay. Well, I've been watching this maze <laughs> a lot. Um, I've been oh, making so vids. Um, you know, the weird thing about Wednesday morning around where I live is that all <laughs> hell breaks loose with sound because the leaf blowers come out. So you shut your windows. And the second you shut your windows to block up the sound, the vacuum cleaner person comes into the hallways. And Ooh. so it's like, non-stop like ah and I actually had the craziest dream last night that um all the rain was acid rain and it was like really hurting all of our skin it was such a scary dream we had to like swim I had a terrible dream Uh uh-huh yeah oh okay uh okay talk about your people being very obnoxious and I just really didn't like it were you in a buffet style setting no um (laughs) what's your favorite kind of buffet I think a lot of people would say Chinese that's like the first thing that pops into my head. But then like, I was like, I love Chinese. Cause like, that's usually the buffet scenario. But I mean, and I, I feel like I've been to an Indian buffet that I enjoyed, but what I'd really like to do is a sushi buffet. Cause that's what yep. I want to eat. Seafood, like seafood. oysters, sashimi, um, salmon. What else? Yeah. Salmon, really good uh salads like california yeah like style like chickpeas, uh, food options lentil yeah. salad yeah <laughs> <laughs> see okay, what did i do on monday land. though it was hard for us to land on one choice it was hard for us to just see that's why people like buffets because there's so many options this that's episode's right. about monogamy so i think yeah. we can just jump right into it let's just jump oh wait right i went it. to wonderland i did that and then i did something <laughs> Okay. okay, let's go on. Let's get monogamy. Into it. What did you think of the episode? I liked it, but I think it's a question that's always on people's mind, monogamy, because there's all of this. So I remember so whenever I enter into a new relationship, I always like 
Google furiously to see what the web has to say about situations instead of just actually asking the person what's going on. I remember in a past relationship, um, Lana Del Rey had just come out um, and I was feeling very spiritual and like I went out drinking with the person I was dating. So we were having a discussion and he asked me what I thought about monogamy and I wanted to be cool. So instead of saying what I actually thought about it, I was like, I don't know if anyone's ever really monogamous and I don't believe in that at all. I think that I actually love the whole idea of monogamy and what that ended up with happening with me is that the person that <coughs> cheated on me because they were like, Oh, I didn't think you were into <laughs> monogamy. So I thought it was fine. I, I like, like, don't I like, even oh, know who you're talking about. That doesn't matter. And when, um, and I was like, Oh my God, why did I say that? And that was like, it was totally me. Like, I shouldn't have said that because then that made that person feel insecure and then just made things way worse. <laughs> um, so do you think that anything has changed since 1998 to 2018 with, like, the views on the show, which are basically, like, I got, again, like, everyone needs to remember we are in New York City. So I think the landscape is very different there than it is in a lot of other places however I feel like especially now in the world of as we talk about all the time yeah and um beyond online dating more popularly is just app dating so like tinder and grinder and all of them really there are so many um I think that the sense of monogamy and just having a buffet of choices is yeah. very like enticing to people. Like it's, it's, I don't know. So what do you think? Do you think I it's changed? Think, no, I don't. I just don't think we say the word monogamy as much as we did in the nineties. It's more of a term situation. It's just, we call it something different now, like no strings attached friends with benefits. Um, you can't be you're, And when I did my Googling storm this past, um, I guess it was a year ago, like around this time, I was mm-hmm. like Googling up a storm and it was like, um, if you don't talk about being exclusive, that's the word, if you don't talk about being exclusive, it's fair to say that the person you're with is not being exclusive. And it's like, is that oh. fair to say? I don't think it is, but that's what, that's well, what the and web we'll, says. Right. And we'll get to this with Carrie, but like, I kind of think, and, or, her experience or her feeling was it wasn't something that needed to be discussed because they, she was spending so much time with a new boyfriend. And so therefore she just kind of assumed that they were going to be uh, exclusively dating one another. So I don't really get that feeling. You kind of think that the other person's on the same page, but then, but what I learned from Googling is that you have to have (laughs) that discussion or else Everyone, or else people can, you know, typical bullshit can be like, oh, well, we never talked about it. So it's and not I, a and thing. That doesn't necessarily have to be like the male partner in the relationship. Oh, no, like, everybody can do it. Yes. I feel like I would totally say it if I was like yes. caught in a situation same where. Same sex relationships. I mean, like, oh, there are a lot of, um, I think that uh, people um, just feel worried to label things now but that being said I think that um, I think that um, 
I heard that the divorce rate is at the lowest point it's been in decades. And this- 2018 2018 and one reason may be um people are getting married later another reason is that people are um you know learning from trying not to repeat the same mistakes um that their parents generation did and they're trying to choose a partner more wisely um i think that being older though definitely plays into it like, I yeah. am six years older than mom was when she got married, for instance. How old was she when she got married? 20... 26. Six. But she always told Which me was she considered was 30. Yeah. Oh, she never told me that. Well, I always thought she was because <laughs> she was like, you girls aren't allowed to get married until you're 30. Yeah, right, Remember, right. that was always a yeah, thing. Yeah, she would say that. That's true. So in my mind, well, I, I guess was I like, listened. yeah, like, in my mind, I was like, Oh, so she must have been 30 when she got married. Right. <laughs> yeah. It seems I, it's so much older feels, at the time. Yeah. It seems so scandalous to me whenever I'm like, oh, yeah. She was like living with dad. And, mm. and like, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> it's just funny. But, um, but I think it's interesting. And I think that certainly the wedding industry is thriving. So people are clearly choosing monogamy. So, yeah, um, I'm a you fan. know, it's not like there's been a... Like, you hear that, like, people are not as in favor of getting married these days, but um, by the looks of it, people are running off to the altar, so. Yeah. Can you put that weird hair thing away? It's really, really creeping me out. Oh, it's it's a strap. I thought you were holding, like, a hair elastic. I was like, that's gross. Okay, anyway, I actually wrote an article um, on our website called... Uh, which is www.listenveg.com. And this was even before I realized um, that this is what this episode was about called um, open relationship or relationship over. So I feel like that kind of really ties in nicely with this week of monogamy. Um, Do you want to give us a taste of that, of what people can look forward to and what they might take from it? It's just kind of my opinion. If uh, you're, and we kind of talked about it in one of our last episodes when one of our writers, r- r- listeners wrote in about her boyfriend proposing to have an open relationship where Ugh. I find that the two parties involved in a relationship never come to that conclusion no. simultaneously. It's always one. So it's heartbreaking for the other person. And that means that, I don't know, for me, I feel like it means that you're not necessarily fulfilling each other or... And I, I always think it's a baby, like for me, it's a baby way of being like, I, I'm scared to break up with you, but I don't want to lose you. So I'm going to kind of keep you halfway in the door, halfway out the door and do do whatever I want. I think that it, if it's at the very, very, very beginning of the relationship and it's made perfectly clear, but then, um, but then girls then are like, I can change like, him. Right. And then it's almost <laughs> like friends with benefits in a sense. Yeah, which so is what's like, the difference really then? Which I friends? always feel like the girl kind of loses out in that situation. But I could be wrong. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, or the guy. It's it's really like whoever is more yes, whoever is more, I guess, um committed Socially to the idea. Oh, I see. Okay. Of the being one with the other. Yeah. They yeah, lose it's funny out. because your experience doesn't mirror the other person's necessarily. You always hope it does, but you never know exactly how someone's feeling at Mm-hmm. A given point and I don't know if you can hear that tweeting sound that <laughs> but it's like in my hallway there's um 
a fire alarm and I guess the battery's loose. I thought it's been going on for a couple days. It was in your head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, maybe it is. You know it's time to turn it in when you hear tweeting in your head. Yeah. Okay, shall we jump in? Episode seven, the monogamists. So Carrie felt like they were the only two people in the entire city and days apart felt like weeks. I I agree with that. Whenever you know, you're apart from the person you love. It does feel like an insane amount of time is passing. But when you're together, it feels like it feels like hours go by in a minute. So yeah, it's a beautiful early, feeling. Early days of being infatuated. I wanted to say to Blair, are you infatuated by me? Let's look up what the um, I feel like infatuation like must actually by definition be something that's like temporary because I know that we definitely love each other, like, and I just am so head over heels after all of this time, but I feel like, so it is being smitten, um, so being smitten is the state of being carried away by an unreasoned passion, usually towards another person for which one has developed strong romantic or platonic feelings. And I think once you're in a relationship for this amount of time that I've been in, um, hopefully you will not be um, behaving unreasonably. (laughs) So I guess that's the difference between a um, perpetual infatuation. Yeah. So you better watch that. And I (laughs) so I just want to note too, that at the beginning of the episode, I always think, you know, what's so crazy about, we're in 1998. Um, just to set the scene of New York, often the trade centers were like one of the uh, dominating shots that they would use to like show us that we're in New York City. Like they're in almost every movie of the 90s, really. Like if totally. it's in, yeah, if it's in like the cityscape or if it's in just like a shot, just like sharing where we are. It's just so weird. It just seems like such a simple time. And then we have all the yellow taxis just bumper to bumper. And it just kind of paints a different picture Those of what New York was then even. <laughs> Can hey, I they're you? everywhere, they, these monster taxi I, like, drivers. I feel like ever, okay, when I used to get into taxis, I feel like I, it always end up in an argument or a fight, which is so crazy. But now that there's Uber, I've never had an issue. There's never been a problem. Like the Uber drivers just, I don't know. It's I just... actually used to have many, many heated moments myself, like uh, getting too. into one and another taxi, like pulling up the side, thinking that I was going to be getting into that one. And then it's like the two of them would be like practically running other. one another off the road. And I'd be like in danger. It would be, it was getting to quite an insane point. Like last year I was in a taxi in New York Mm. before moving, like before coming to LA where I always take Uber now. I have not taken a taxi in so long. And that night he was talking about (laughs) politics so intensely, this taxi driver, that I pounded the roof and I was like, enough, <laughs> pull over, we're getting out. And he was like, I studied political science in school. What did you study? And I was like, I also studied political science. But like, I was like, what a degrading question. What did you study in school? This man was a monster. Like I actually hit the roof, pounded on it. And I was like, pull over. 
are like enraged <laughs> um viewers if you'd like to get a better idea of uh who my co-host is please venture to her instagram page she has a plethora of videos showcased currently where you can really get an idea of who this person is <laughs> okay but i'm saying I haven't experienced that since the Uber. The Uber is a totally different animal. Yeah, like... they'd give you a bad rating if you pounded on their ceiling like that. <laughs> well, they play nice music. They and give you, you would give water, them a bad they rating. The air conditioning. Sometimes they yeah, have gum or mints or... Yeah, the... so this one lady had a bowl of candy. That was mm. one day. Okay, anyway. Yeah. So Carrie has been it's, spending yeah, all totally of her time up. with Big. Uh -huh. um, Miranda calls... And uh, she's like, well, I get to see you sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then Big has dinner plans anyway. So she agrees to go out with the girls. And she's like, oh, my God, I've become one of those women that they hate. Can I just say that I'm one of those women? I like the second I have a boyfriend or a significant other, I'm like, OK, bye, everybody. <laughs> um, you are. <laughs> yeah, you, you are. And I'm not ashamed of it. I love it. Whenever people are like, oh, my God, I'm not one of those people. I'm like, oh, well, I'm just going to tell you right out of the gates I'm one of those. So <laughs> just just brace yourself because I'm not going to hang out with you if I'm dating someone. <laughs> so this is going to be really fun right now. But the second I start dating someone, um, it's just I'm going to fall off the face of the earth. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and then Miranda is like you're fucking each other's brains out right now which i guess is also something that happens in the beginning of a relationship people love saying that in the 90s it's an expression that i don't like because i don't like the word brain i think that you should bring it back actually to I la like say, hit like hit the streets <laughs> of la with that expression and i'll just say keep saying it audition later today just like, been fucking my brains out <laughs> they'll be like uh, excuse me excuse you or no someone fucked my brains out <laughs> so sorry if i'm a little whoopsie and then like do a little sign can you make that sign still with your finger like a little twirling a little crazy simple, like beside your ear, crazy like yeah. cranking up a window of a car but with just know. one finger <laughs> yeah it's like you're stirring something but, but beside your head <laughs> okay so, so. So she admits that she's she's admitted to the cardinal sin, Carrie, that she's forsaking her girlfriends for her boyfriend. So now she's at dinner with the girls. This is fun. So Miranda, oh, and she's cashing she's up with all of the things. So much. She's missed so much. Miranda, so Miranda had a merger, has successful merger. Samantha is obsessed with real estate and a new apartment. Mm. Um, and Charlotte was practically engaged to Michael Conway. Okay, I would like to know, like, what are the timelines here? Like, is Charlotte with these people for two weeks? Like, did did Carrie specify in the beginning of the episode how long her and Big had been hanging out? Like, did she say um, a month? I no, it's just days apart. Felt like weeks, but for me, I pictured it only being like a couple of days, hours. Then, uh -huh. Yeah. So I don't really know. And so all the ladies have met uh, Charlotte's new man, and they're like, "Oh, they He's all love fucking oh, perfect." Yeah. We Which all made me met write him. Down, yeah. Like, oh, the girls hang out without Carrie. I know that was insightful <laughs> and that was a surprising. Very surprising. I was and like, "What are they interesting?" Okay. Yeah, very, very interesting. It made me feel weird to imagine, but I was like, "Huh, 
okay, okay. So um, everything was like near perfection with this new guy. His dog oh, was yeah. even fucking She's, perfect. But um, yeah. the the B subplot, and I should say BJ subplot of this episode is um, beyond monogamy. It's BJ's. So yeah. So want to get into that? Yeah. Want to go Charlotte down says, that road? Charlotte says, "I think this might be the one," and then. Uh, yeah, Samantha and Miranda are like, he's perfect, except um, after the Philharmonic, they started the blowjob tug of war. <laughs> so he starts, so there's a scene where they're like sitting on his bed and he starts like pushing her head down. He's like still wearing his pants. They're both still clothed. Like not even like. Not I know, that clothes. was really weird. It was so like I'm very like, unnatural. Yeah, it's like, don't you like wait for it to be more organic? But he just like starts pushing her head towards I know, it looks his kind of clothed like, body. Like he could Aggressive. have given her like a really, Whiplash. yeah, like a neck, like uh, like a pinched nerve. <laughs> <laughs> you can't so, just force someone's neck like that when they're sitting upright. No, it's not. Very fluid. bad form. So, so Charlotte says she hates doing it. Um, she has an offensive gag reflex. It's like, <laughs> what a baby. And then Miranda's like, loves it until they want you to swallow. Um, but, and then, and then uh, Miranda's like, it's a gift to women because you can get off without getting pregnant. And then Samantha says, it's powerful. You're on your knees, but you've got him by the balls. Nope. So everyone's giving their perspective. <laughs> and uh, Miranda only gives it to get it. And Charlotte doesn't care if... She gets it. And they all look at her like, what the fuck? And Samantha's like, me too. Um, but Charlotte doesn't expect it in return. So they all, they're all confused about this. Like Charlotte, like, but it's funny because, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what Charlotte's doing. I'm not I don't having a real doing. aversion to her in this first season. I'm like, yeah. I don't know you yet. Yeah, she's but I too like do uppity, know but I her. don't buy it. We know her, but yeah. we don't get what she's doing right now. And then, and then, meanwhile, say, last episode wasn't she running? Wasn't she in some barn with a a rabbi? Like, and then having her, oh yeah, um, her see you next Tuesday painted. painted. So it's like I'm kind of confused about the message they're sending with her. Like they're telling yeah. us she's very uptight. But then she's also free-spirited in many ways. Yeah, she's like, yeah, and like, which we find out more in future episodes, too. So it's like, I don't know. They just didn't keep her as consistent no. throughout the thing. And, like, we're they getting to make pretty, her too Like, rigid. I feel like we're already into Samantha's, like, true character. Like, I feel like it was shaky first couple of episodes. Now I feel like, okay, she's getting her stepping. And Miranda, right from the get-go. Yeah, right has from the gates. Miranda, yeah, Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> and then Carrie too like I feel like Carrie's just kind of like saying what we're all thinking but Charlotte yeah. is really like really troubling me yeah okay and then I write oh fuck the girls are leaving when they spot Mr. Oh this is the worst Mr. this is really really oh, ruined my feelings so so the girls are leaving when they spot Mr. Big at a table with a woman Carrie's like, I'm going to go over and say hi. And I'm like, oh, man, please don't. This is just so embarrassing. I know. And I was, like, really enjoying, like, the early days of them, just seeing them kissing in the streets and just he's seeing them be blissful. Like, he's I such know. a jerk. So, so she goes and she says hi, and he's with 
Julia Woods. And uh, Carrie goes to talk to him and she's like, she's like, can you come over here and talk to me? And she goes, are you on a date? And he says, sort of. I hated that. Sort of. I would have lost my fucking mind. I would have like flipped the table over and been like, or I would have been like, oh my God. Okay, strike 20. How many times like already in the leading up episodes has he been like, like, so there's the weird thing with the guy who, who's on the date with them. And then there's like, can you like get, get a hold of Bruce? I'm like writing to Blair. Okay. I so, have been for like three minutes. Okay. Cause he's like barking. like. Yeah. A I'm not aware of that. Okay. So, um, so Carrie says, I thought you oh, said I you had a business t- thing I tonight. I think they're playing. Okay. Well, they have to stop. Okay. So, um, Carrie says, I thought you said you had a business thing tonight. And then big says a dinner thing. And, um, Carrie said, well, she's stunning. And I'm saying that because she stunned me. I didn't realize. And then, um, and then like she's stunned that this is happening. Then she goes off with, and all the girls are watching and they're like, oh shit, here she comes. Here she yeah, comes. So they she walks run over, out of there. They run and they're like, and she's like, I didn't realize he was dating other women. And, um, I can't believe it. He's seen other women. They had never discussed East exclusivity. Bingo. Like it's so, that's so true to today. That's always been such a thing. This ex- exclusivity word, it gives, it's like this dating loophole that guys bank on. Like, oh, we didn't talk about it. So I can F everybody. Oh, whoops. How was I to know? Like we all play Is this dumb you though? Like I'm sure that we had a conversation at some point in my relationship, but I also kind of feel like, it I, was, we always have to have the conversation. Yeah, there was a conversation, but it didn't feel like pressured or anything. It was just kind of like, okay, cool. It wasn't yeah. like, well, usually you, you hope that the guy removing, will bring it up or something. Or it, I didn't feel like I was removing like the agency to go out and be with other people. It was kind of like, we just wanted to be together. And I, I think like, I don't understand how people do like what what is the idea when you're what I did so (laughs) I had a friend visiting me and her and I were talking nonstop about the person I was seeing and I was like oh it's fine it's so it's so great there's nothing to worry it's like so obvious it's so nice like it's the best person ever and and I was like oh I'm so like laissez-faire about it and she was like well I'm gonna ask questions and to see what's up and I was like no you know what I'm going to give you a vacation from that. I'm going to let you just enjoy your night out when we go out with him and all of his friends. Like you're on, like you're on spring break. Let's just pretend you're on break from that kind of normal friend behavior where you're like, you better not fuck this up. You, be- you know, when someone steps in, they're like, I'm going to protect yeah. you. I was like, you know what, Mallory, like we're on vacation. Like, let's just, we're going to have fun. So we go out and um, we're drinking whiskey, which is like insane. I never drink whiskey, but we're drinking whiskey out of cups. We're all walking around with it. We walk into a restaurant with our cups of whiskey. And I'm like, is, how is this allowed? And Mallory and I were like, wow, I guess this is like, like, I guess this is like a thing in LA or whatever. Then we sit down at the table and I was like, so what's going on? Are we, are you seeing other people? Like, let's just, let's just date each other. It was like her and I talking about it so much leading up to this hangout and her, and then the whiskey and the whole situation, like, my mind snapped. And I was like, I have to know what's happening. 
It was great. <laughs> Insightful. Yeah. But that's kind of how I roll. Well, I guess that's one way to do it, guys. Um, <laughs> What's going so... <laughs> on? What are we? What is yeah. this situation? And he was like, yeah. oh, my God, of course we're just <laughs> I think it's like she asks the question, though, is monogamy too much to expect? Like, oh. how? Why is it? Why is it too much to expect? Yeah. Do we just... Like, I find it, I don't know. Self-control? Can people not handle it? Well, it's like, Big was dating another woman like it was, like it was second nature. She, like, the thought of her doing it was like a balancing act that she, which I get. Because she liked him so much, though. Yeah, and I've dated multiple people at a time, and it was like a fucking train wreck. I was like, okay, I'm exhausted. Um, I have no time. I'm, I'm like, have alcohol flowing through my veins. Like, I need to, like, <laughs> not, I can't do this. It's it was a dark time. It was, like, a dark, fucked up time that, um, <laughs> that Teresa and I like to call Stranger Date Week. And, um, <laughs> and Week. so, so <laughs> do men have an innate aversion to monogamy? And it's, like, in a city like New York with its infinite possibilities has monogamy become too much to expect, which is what you just said. It's like, has it? It's no, and I don't think, and, and I think the reason earlier why, like when I was saying men are women or women as well and same sex relationships, yeah. I think it's because, um, you know, people are prone to think, and for some reason um, it's an old fashioned, um, I think, excuse and belief that, or belief that men are not supposed to be monogamous. Therefore, it's excusing them almost of, um, like, allowing them of being... Accountable? Um, no, it's allowing them to stray. Like, it gives them, like, more clearance. Like, and that's not something that's as imposed on women. Like, it's more something like men cheat, men stray. Like, it's just a man thing. It's just a... It's just, uh, it's just the way it is. Like, you know, when you hear about the old White House days or the men that are like the Wall Street men or, you know, like there are certain stereotypes specifically yeah. that, oh, well, those men, you know, keep it. It's just understood. That's how it's said a it's lot. True, it's true. And it's funny because I've always kind of felt like, oh, he's a man. He's a cheater. But like I've. I've been guilty of been being like a cheater, mm-hmm. like a lot. Like, so I mean, <laughs> like, like, but then they say that men and women cheat for different reasons. Right. Yeah. So there's, so which I always wonder, I'm like, is that true? Like when I think about why I did like all the times I have, it's always like, Oh, I was bored in my relationship or, Oh, I needed more attention. Or mm-hmm. it's always like, it always comes from like, Oh, I feel like I was missing something or, Oh, I was really drunk. So I just like, you know, I was like, I want to have fun or like, which is know, missing or, out. It's coming from the missing yeah, out. feeling like trapped or missing uh-huh. out. But whenever I'm sad, like whenever I'm fulfilled, I'm like, I couldn't imagine doing that to right. the person. But when I'm not, I'm like, fuck that person. <laughs> uh, or not like, I'm going to have fun tonight. This is about, this is about me having fun. But then right. guys, it's like, why do they do it? They're like, oh, they see it. It's like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think and I think their dicks really... are always hard, or like, or like they have so much stuff in their balls that they like have to get it out of them. No, I think that there are like various reasons. I don't think it is just one 
um, one reason, but I do think that there's a greater sense of like entitlement to do so, like because oh, they're not supposed to be faithful. I guess, but maybe that's what made me retaliate so much in the past. Like, but is I'm cheating the same it. as not being monogamous? Like, oh, is, cheating seems like a lie is involved and it's a secret. Monogamy, okay. I think, doesn't necessarily mean that. Well, monogamy um, is like approved. That you're committed to approved, someone. Yeah. But I think that you can totally be like, you know, you don't, not all people that aren't monogamous are stinking around because they are, you know, not, they just haven't committed to this person. Now, totally. I think that's a problem after 10 years, but if well, it's 10 actually, weeks, yeah. maybe there's a difference. I wrote about it in my article. I used the, <laughs> you know, Monique? Oh, yeah. That actress? Yeah. Because I feel like that's when I, I feel like it was like 10 years ago when she released an article being like, my husband and I have an open relationship. And I was like, ew. <laughs> 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 now I feel like it's become more common, more and more and more common. But also, like I don't have, I don't have any friends, heterosexual friends at least, that are like I'm in an open relationship. Like uh-huh. I've me- only known one person, and they were like quite, and they were like in a shaky kind of situation. Like it wasn't a relationship that I looked at yeah. as being like a loving situation or stable. Yeah. Well, so. and I proposed being in an open relationship a couple times when I like met someone while I was dating someone where I was like, I don't like to date that person, but I don't really know. I kind of like need to hold on to this other person too. So <laughs> I'm going to propose an open relationship. And Which is when you it. were like already kind of I was already sneakily like, going. <laughs> yeah. So it was, yeah, I was already like <laughs> cheating. So I was like, I'm going to ask to have an open relationship and then I won't feel so bad. And it's like, which well, makes the other person feel like they are shit. <laughs> so not advisable by any no. means. No, not at all. It's not a good idea. It's unhealthy. No one, no one's happy, including the person who initiates the disaster. It's like, just, just, just think about someone else other than yourself. That's what I need to. Uh, I think at some point, like, in a relationship you can like exercise like uh being in multiple relationships at the beginning but I think there comes a point where someone's going to be like hey like is this happening or oh yeah no I can't handle it I'm like so jealous and I get so suspicious like (laughs) all the time I was over at the apartment um his apartment and um I and uh like at the beginning and my um my nail polish had, uh, I, I always wear nude on my fingers, but I forgot that I painted my toes red. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was sitting on his couch and I found oh, this no. whole like chipped off piece of red oh. nail polish. And I picked it up. My hand was shaking. And I was like, what is this? And he was like, oh, um, it's probably uh, my mom or, or my sister. I was like, your mom doesn't wear nail polish. She said that. And that's what his mom said, too. She was like, I don't wear nail polish. And um, There is no then, way you said it like that. I bet you were so sweet about it. I was like, no, no, no. I was like, I was like, who's this? I was like, what's this? 
What's this? And um, I and, can't believe that you're then, holding this in your hands. I know. And then his mom was like, well, isn't it her nail polish? I was like, no, no, I wore nude on my fingers. But then I looked down at my toe and the exact piece that I was holding my hand was missing from like if you one of say my it's toes. your big toe, I'm gonna be so disturbed because no, you it thought was one that of the little this person's toes. fingers were toe size of the big toe. No, that it was like my, a monster person. It was like my pinky toe or like my <laughs> ring finger toe or a, like I don't a know. Babe, a, a toe that could pose as a fingernail <laughs> size. <laughs> so I was like, who says this? And when I told you this, you're like, don't you put him in the corner? because <laughs> I get so jealous see this is the thing I think this is a big reason why I cheated and stuff like that too because um I liked it when I've written about it um I I call it preemptive cheating so if you why do, do you first, think you get so jealous maybe it's because I have done that so I'm like oh I've so easily done it so of course well I don't know but in I general just, like, what if the person meeting someone for the first time and you're there and you're bearing witness to it and they're Maybe. being like flirty or something, would you be like, hey? I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so like if someone was if someone was flirting with someone in front of me, like if someone I was with was flirting with another girl, mm-hmm. well, I'd be really nice. But then I'm after so we scared leave, and, and it's just the two of for us. when he meets that person. <laughs> well, no, like I'd be all nice like if we were out in public, but the second we like, close what, the door and throw him up against the, the wall sphere, and get it I'd be like what face. the fuck was that all about are you kidding <laughs> oh my god <laughs> okay um, um yeah it's just like insecure also, and also not recommended like, also like, mm-hmm. don't flirt with other people in front of me you fucking idiot okay sorry I'm getting really <laughs> heated I'm feeling like very I feel like I, I need to dial it back I'm feeling very intense so okay um, so most so, oh, so we go to people who and we go to pan to people on the street and we hear what I can't they say about wait monogamy. until these segments are over with these people on the street business <laughs> <laughs> totally so we have a man pushing around water coolers like again what, like, really yeah is that relatable I don't think so yeah like a working man who's like going to go fill up he's pu- pushing a forklift or whatever that a dolly uh, a thingy that you push water coolers yeah. on and he goes I've been in, in a monogamous relationship for a year except my definition of monogamy includes sex with prostitutes yeah I was like um that's not a cute twist I'm not laughing no I was like god men are such fucking dirt bags see this is why I cheat okay oh. um women <laughs> monogamy is just so incredibly dull I was like, see, she's pretending to be like me that night that I thought I was being spiritual and cool. That woman's full of shit. And then we go to a gay guy. This one I thought was believable. Um, he goes, my lover and I have 90s monogamy. I liked that term. Uh, we sleep with other people, but don't exchange fluids or phone numbers. And then he checks out a guy. Yeah. I Again, like I said, I was not like, I was not excited by any of these. Me either. I didn't like any of these people. It, it made me feel it made me feel bad. So then we go to a woman. Monogamy is she was just a big weirdo. Let's just put it out there. Monogamy is fabulous. It gives you a deep and profound connection to another human being and you don't have to shave your legs as much. Not true. Not true. Don't let yourself go. Like I feel good about myself when I like not for someone else but for me. Shave your fucking legs. I'm so Sorry, nervous. Mallory would totally be again. I know. I'm all worked up. 
<laughs> Are I you drinking know, Red so Bull? No, it's coffee. <laughs> I'm like spiraling out of control right now. Um, oh boy. Okay, and then um, oh, let me go to this Joker. So this man oh. in a suit. So of course I'm monogamous. And then he goes, "Why? What have you heard?" And I wrote, "Ugh." Um. Yeah. Okay. So now, <laughs> now we cut to. I really like this. Um. I really love how they're playing this. Um. I like up in too. different ways. So. We know this actress. Um, I can't think of what else she's in right now, but she's, like um, yeah, she's an agent she for a real uh, estate Bette agent. Yeah. Totally. Um, like, or Amir has two bases, like Barbara Streisand's sidekick. <gasps> but it's not mother, her. The one who plays the mother in Miss Maisel, the, the husband's mother. I can't think of who that is. I want to rewatch it because I watched Maybe it last it year her. when it came out. Or yeah for the golden globes so that must have been when like in february or january so i want to i want to rewatch it i loved it yeah and don't you love the interior decor isn't it so amazing it's so beautiful like this is what Mm -hmm. i love for my place oh i love it too um okay so anyways um so she's showing samantha place and samantha it's quite a lovely place for new by new york standards like it looks like really big and then she like she opens the window and there's this incredible scene and she's like I just want you to promise me one thing that you will um like basically not go behind my back and find another agent realtor yes and Samantha's like I promise and then meanwhile we cut to the next scene and she's with this guy um new realtor and he's showing her around so i love that they're like um doing a play on the whole monogamy monogamy i liked thing. that too yeah. i liked that too rick he had a slight <laughs> competitive edge because then they f in the apartment <laughs> and then we go to a fun scene with Carrie and Stanford and they're out. I love this. And Stanford is wearing like a really fab, like really fun pink shirt. Um, Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, And, (laughs) and she looks fun too. She has a nice high pony and she's wearing like a yellow dress. Like a yellow. She looked really good in this episode. Oh yeah. Like when she was wet earlier out of the shower and she was talking on the phone to um, Miranda, I was like, she looks be- very beautiful in her natural state. I thought that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think she was wearing like a blue dress at some point too. I just yeah, really, she really refreshing and just really. She like, was wearing the blue a- dress when she confronted Big in the restaurant. Okay, she looked yeah. amazing. She there, had a so tiny, was- tiny little waist. It was a fit yeah. and flare, and this was also yeah. like a fiftieth. 50-ish wrap dress like yellow yeah, maybe there's a dress maybe there's like something to this maybe they were trying to tap into like the 50s <laughs> monogamy uh maybe maybe patricia field wanted to make her look like wanted to do that for the audience like really like, show the masculine and feminine yeah like, that's interesting and then this is the best so her and stanford are talking and suddenly this man, this guy named Jared flies up and it's none other than Justin Thoreau. So weird. <laughs> and I like saw something 
kind of like go- jumping off of his face and I was like what is that what is that and he has this unibrow like I actually thought he had like a, a mole between his eyebrows but it's a unibrow that's very thick and <laughs> so uh clearly Hollywood has um polished him a little since these days but uh Stanford's like oh my god Carrie you have to meet Jared he is having a party tomorrow and it is for um the most fabulous people under 30 years old to which again I was like are Carrie and like Stanford supposed to be under 30 she's 31 right I'm confused I thought I thought she was over 30 I thought he was and Justin Thoreau is definitely over 30 but Carrie's like upset from the earlier incident and um she's like feeling like you know, she really loves, really is into big, but um, yeah, they invite her to the party. Yeah, and she just kind of like goes home in a state of like, I don't know, feeling disappointed by, by everything. Really, totally like the usual rush she got from a man who just was during his fifteen minutes of fame, who was hitting on her. Um, this time, it just really nearly exhausted her, and I got it. It's like, it's only fun if you're feeling, like, if someone hits on you, it's only fun if you're, like, in the mood. If you're like, oh, this is so fun, I feel so happy about life. But if someone's just, like, totally broken your heart, it's like, you don't, you you go out, so you're distracted, but it's just exhausting. Because you just want to be, like, at home with Mm -hmm. that person. So it's just, like, And he really caught her off guard. So she really (laughs) was. And so um, then she goes home, and lo and behold, the phone, phone rings, rings and guess who big also wearing a yellow tie i thought mm. oh and she was wearing a yellow dress yeah <laughs> so i wrote that too they are both wearing yellow i was like what does I it i kind of thought that was a weird move um yeah i didn't know what her was. yellow was so much nicer than his yellow yeah. i was like oh they're on the same wavelength but i'm like what does yeah i was like what does it all mean and he's um, like i miss you baby oh, pig he's like are we still on and she goes, of course, why wouldn't we be? And I wrote, so available. But she was striving to sound non-committal. And I was like, poor, poor thing. Carrie. The thing. The thing with me, like, when I'm in relationships is, like, I'm never, like, hard to get. I'm always, like, someone's, like, you want to hang out? And I'm, like, um, yeah, of course I want to hang out with you. And they're, like, oh, um, can I see you tonight? And I'm, like, yeah, we, we better be hanging out. Like, I'm never, like, oh, I don't know, I might be busy, let me check, because I'm like, oh, shit, what if they make other plans? I better just be like, yes, 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 yes. This is painting a very terrifying uh, image, <laughs> this this episode. <laughs> okay, so um, the next Big's night, like, I'll pick you up at eight. I miss you, baby. And she's like, yeah, me too. Poor Carrie. <laughs> um, oh, oh, this is good. She writes, so many questions she wanted to ask, but tonight she wouldn't say it to him. Tonight she would ask Miranda. <laughs> Yes, and then we are with Miranda at a restaurant. I think that they're both slurping up their spaghetti. Pastas, and I was like, they didn't eat that. <laughs> Not to fit into the blue dress that she was in earlier. And um, and then guess who comes around the corner? Wait, but before we get to that, <laughs> she's talking to Miranda. She's like, is it a mea culpa? What does it mean? Does I miss you? Oh, mean? I like this. Does it equal I'm sorry for having dinner with that other woman? And then, and it's like, tr- like, why are we always trying to decipher what men are trying to say? In reality, they're not as like, women are more um, 
Mm. They said, they'll say things that they don't mean. And guys are more like, well, why don't you just say what you meant? More calculated like, with the way that we say things so that people aren't hurt or offended. So totally, it's like, but men just like really... say exactly what they mean. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I miss you means I miss you. It doesn't mean he's sorry for that. He's not. He doesn't think he did anything wrong. Yeah, because then she was like, well, if that's the case, then everything else that I've thought to be authentic and um, that I've taken at face value can't be real. So I'm having a hard time kind of <laughs> rationalizing that. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think you'll drive yourself crazy if you yeah, and- um, – yeah. If you look at things that way. So and Miranda's like, I don't know what you're trying to say. And then out of the side, the from stage left, the periphery. Yes, comes Skipper. Skipper. But I said, there's such a nice dinner. Then Skipper. He is not alone, date. though. He has He's with date. Allison, who yes, works at Vogue. Yeah, designer relations job, and she says, yeah. "I love your uh, column," which everybody tells Carrie. Everyone's reading Carrie's column. I know. I um, love that. Yeah. It's so um, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I was trying to think, like, is anyone reading like one blogger specifically's column? Like, I feel like this really hit hard in New York. Everyone, New York, reading, though. I guess everyone's reading, reading the it. newspaper, right? At, in 1998. Yeah, I know. So it's yeah. like. Such a beautiful time. <laughs> um, oh, I love New York in the 90s. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Except for so, Jacob's Ladder, because like, that was a really <gasps> scary movie. Okay, we're not going to talk oh, about Oh, no. Okay. It was a good movie, though, but it was really scary. Did you watch okay. that recently? On the weekend. Of course. Okay. On Saturday. And yes. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> and so um, then we go... Um, Watching your Halloween movie soon, by the way. I know. I'm so excited. Um, October is around the corner. I have a whole... I'm just ready. I'm just ready to roll. Yeah. Okay. Days away. Okay. So um, then Skipper comes around and um, and uh, basically Miranda, when she hears that he... When, he see, when she sees and when she hears that he's in this new relationship with this woman who's clearly like a cat. Successful. She gets uh, jealous. And so yeah. that night... Wait, wait, wait. We, and she says, yeah. who was that self-important bitch? <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> I loved it, too. It was like, she's so like, good. I didn't think that was his type. <laughs> I liked that. And she's like, something looks different. He looks like he's been working out. She's intrigued because she's seen him with the self-important bitch. That was, like, the best. I loved that. made that. me laugh. People yeah. always hate Miranda. I love her. What? I love her, yes. too. People are always like, ooh, I'm not a Miranda. I love her though. I would love to be a Miranda. She has her, you know, she has her. She she does. She's not. She's not emotionally available. She's blocked up in that way. But like, but, but she's, she's actually very like she's too. so strong. Yeah, she's I like, like the peanut butter and a peanut butter and jam sandwich. She's like stable. <laughs> oh, I love peanut butter. Um, yeah, you're right. You need that consistency for the. <laughs> sandwich to really work stay together yeah it falls apart so, it's not um, there it's just jam it's not it's not the- <laughs> okay so so okay so, so skipper and allison um, are making out uh, and they're like basically having sex and like i think his like Very penis dark. or his dick is like in her <laughs> and the phone rings uh, and miranda I, and- I don't even know if that was necessary I'm sorry that's <laughs> why so well it is because it, it comes up so well so the machine yeah. uh picks up and it's miranda so he stops he answers mid-sex 
And um, Miranda's like, maybe we could have dinner some night. And Skipper, um, and so Allison is like, um, Skipper says to Allison, the woman who I think I'm in love with just called, and I think I want to go back. And Allison, and I like, really like you, but yeah, uh... yeah but uh, and it's weird because like they're literally having sex, and Allison is like, <laughs> um, Allison's like, you're breaking up with me while you're still inside of me. I was like, whoa! Dark. I always remember Very this, dark. and I'm like, man. But she has like, she's interesting because she's so stepperty. She's so like, she's so. You know, you know what I mean? Like we we hate Allison. I, I like her actually. So I was like, yeah, I feel I was, like, bad Skipper, for her. this is like a really dumb move. I don't Do you get think it. that if Miranda didn't call him and Allison would have ended up together? Because now I don't think he's gonna get with another like how does he keep getting with these capable women? He's like a shell of a man. I know. And then we're at the blue water grill and I write, Ah, we've been there with mom. Oh, we probably tried to order oysters and she was kitchen? probably skeeting. No, no, no. It's down like by the Flatiron District. Like, oh, was I there though? Yeah, you were there. We sat outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. I always walked past it on the way to class and I was like, I want to go there. So when you and mom came to visit, I was like, we're going to go to this place. And I was hoping desperately we'd find it because I always I get, got like, a lobster um, roll. I think that I got like so good. oysters or like some sort of. Like, are we shared, like, an appetizer? Anyways, so then we go to Charlotte. Oh, love it. And, and monogamy. And he goes, what do you think about not seeing anyone else but each other? Michael says this to Charlotte. And I thought, mm-hmm. lovely. And um, Charlotte flaunted her fidelity on the Upper East Side or West Side. And then Samantha on the other side of town was flaunting her infidelity, as in seeing apartments without the, the female realtor, but seeing it with the male realtor. She's, like, wrapped around him in another apartment. And then we find Carrie, she's finding herself somewhere in between. So, Carrie and Big go to a party. Well, and this is uh, rough he, stuff. Because, and he introduces her. Wait, 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 um, though, because a woman named Melissa... Oh, right. walks over and smooches him right on the lips. This and is says, ridiculous. I'm like, oh my place. She's I'm... like, she's like, oh my God, I've been trying to call you. I think you still have my passport. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh man. Oh, and she's like, and I love your column I'm to like, carry. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay. She's reading her column, but I'm like, man, it's so humiliating. I'd be like, okay, bye. Um, and then go ahead, what you were going to say. And then Carrie's basically like, already kind of like a little thrown off by this situation then he introduces her to a friend who's like nice to meet you max and she's like hi and he's like this is uh my friend no no i want to introduce you to someone special oh yeah to someone special and he's like julia and then at that point carrie's like basically steaming from the ears and wants to like you know, karate kick him in the uh, <laughs> in the peepees. So, <laughs> so she wants to hightail out of there, and he's like, "Baby, I'm sorry. What's wrong?" And yeah. she's like, "You know, like she. The thing that sucks is like basically, I think that she would have been able to um, be quote unquote cooler, and would have been able to like lay off the topic of like, what are we? Had he not put her." in yet another situation over where and she over felt and like over. yeah over and over where she felt 
humiliated. Yeah. Well, because, like, Max clearly has no idea who she is. He refers to Julia, who's the woman he was at the restaurant with. This Mm. other woman, Melissa, just kissed him on the lips. It just keeps happening. So it's like, but they've been having all this great time together. So she's like, what is happening? So she asks, are we dating? Um, And then... And then she's like, I thought we were just sleeping together. How, women, how many women are you dating? And Big's like, I'm not doing this here. And it's like, well, then why the fuck did you bring her into the situation where she's going to feel right. really insecure? Like, you can't do this to a human being. And then he's like, what do you want from me? And she's like, what do I want from you? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Poor Carrie. And it's sad because then she reminisces in her mind. So she went so far out on a limb with her feelings that she didn't realize she was standing out there alone. Aww. Yeah. She really likes him. She's not just trying to force a situation that's not good. Like, she really likes him. Yeah. And he's acting like he really likes her. Which it's confusing as fuck. Some people might say, isn't that enough? But I no. don't think it is fair to no. ask to be, share someone or to, to be shared between like someone else and the person that you're if you are giving them the respect of putting your attention and focus on them and already nobody has an attention span these days yeah so how's anybody supposed to survive um and then so she ended up at the 30 something party justin theroux is like i love you and like he has these crazy 90s like sunglass goggles on that indoors might I add like this is a very curious look and I feel like this was his um his look in the 90s but um he wants to go home with her and she marches over to the phone I love that we're on a landline here I don't know we're not there yet you skipped a whole thing what did I miss well so you missed so she gets there and she sees and then suddenly monogamy starts to feel like a quaint emotion and then we go to Skipper and Miranda Oh, maybe like I tuned it. I I do remember it. <laughs> okay, so let me. I'll go through it. Oh, I so, wanted to say one line though that um, Big said when she was like, "How many women are you dating?" And he was like, "In the tri-state area." Like he's oof. like he's trying to get a reaction out of her. It's like really, really heartbreaking. Which I guess is in some way respectable in the sense that he's laying it all out on the table like he's not trying to hide he's not trying to pretend to be anyone else but big so she's the one that's kind of like you know um holding him at a higher esteem than he's shown her that he is or is willing to give to her so that's also tricky like i'm not in favor of him but he also is like he's being know, very honest about direct, yeah. And it, maybe he is just an asshole, but he's being direct as an asshole and just yeah. saying. So yeah. she's the one that keeps coming back. She thinks she can change it, yeah. So Skipper and Miranda uh, <laughs> just post sleeping with each other. Um, they're lying around together, and Skipper's like. Um, so just so you know, that woman doesn't mean a thing to me. I broke up with her the second you called. We were still doing it when I broke up with her. And Miranda's like, that's crazy. Like, that is actually crazy. Before that, though, they were, like, wrapped around each other, like, yeah, I post-coital. Like, I just said excite- that. But happy to be together. She yeah. was happy to be with him and feeling like, you know, um, I think she was happy to have conquered 
or had him oh, as an acquisition. Yeah, because her ego, like, because she saw him with someone else. So yeah. She's like, no, I'm going to get with him. Yeah. And then once she does, she's like, okay, that's crazy. I'm not ready for a full, full blown relationship. Like we can still see other people. And Skipper's like really upset. He's like, uh, why did you call me then? I'm not your, your private stud horse. <laughs> and she's like, it's fine, Skipper. Like we can just see other people. And he's like, no, I can't. And he calls her Miss Dial a fuck. And he's tired of being, being fucked around or being jerked around. He's tired of being jerked around. Okay, good. So I think that means that um, this is the end of him. I think we're we're rid of him. So thank you, writers. Good job. But we've said that multiple times. I think this is it, though. I think I think he's toast. Was it? I think we're done with him. Like I hope you find what you're looking for. Yeah. So so while Miranda. Miranda and something misjudged Skipper's feelings. Charlotte, oh, this is so okay. Charlotte, okay, (laughs) doesn't know about. Here we go again. Okay, so he's he's taught. So Charlotte's with Michael. They're up at his place. They're they're on his bed. The golden retriever butterscotch is 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 so cute. Observing them, you know, very cute golden retriever, and he's telling her (laughs) Charlotte you um here's my feelings for you you have brains you have taste you have class and you're very sexy but then he keeps pushing her head towards his pants again and she's like i hate doing it um i and it's not that big of a deal and he says actually it is and she asks can't you just do this for me uh you'll get used to it and she says no and then he says he plans on getting a lot of blowjobs in the future and hopes to have her around um, and so that, as in, he'll be While getting the blowjobs yeah. from somebody else. Yeah. She's like, like wow. what does that mean? <laughs> I know. He's I like, like, well, I plan to get a lot of blowjobs in my life. I will find someone else to do it. Like, are you kidding me? Let me just say this. Um, I do know a friend who goes to massage parlors to get finished off. Like what the fuck? But like, it's, it's a real thing. It's well, real... couldn't he zip his mouth then when he was announcing that and just do it? <laughs> oh, because I Mr. bet Michael the... here. Well, yeah, because I bet the person that you know that's doing that oh, hasn't yeah, his announced wife doesn't it. Doesn't know, right? Yeah. So anyway, Ugh. so I know I'm like real. So when I hear stories like that, I'm like, how to have faith in anyone at all? But, but I'm glad that there. Charlotte didn't take it and she walked out and was like, uh, yeah. Yeah, she's like, so wait a minute, you're willing to give up a woman who cares for you, the mother of your children, someone whose hopes and dreams all align for you just for a blowjob? And he's like, I guess you're right. Will you, will you at least lick my balls? <laughs> I was like, and wow. That's what really does it. And, and she does she... that Charlotte, tw- like, scrunched nose look, gets up, leaves, and the dog Butterscotch <laughs> is happy because now she's left in a monogamous relationship with her. With her, with her Michael, Aww, Butterscotch and Michael. Butterscotch, so cute. Meanwhile, okay. Samantha is at an apartment. She loves it. She's like, let's celebrate. They start, she starts kissing her realtor, the man, Rick. I think it's Rick, this fellow Rick. It's 1230 in the AM, by the way. Yeah. yeah, he takes her dress off, her boobs are out. And then the woman realtor walks in and she's like, I can't believe you're working with another broker. And then Samantha says... I can't believe you weren't going to show me this apartment. Beautiful. I love that. <laughs> and now we go to that scene that you were talking about. Okay. So, Justin loves Carrie. He's like, 
all over her. He's like, you're so cool. We're both yeah. 30 and flirty. And yeah, he's talking <laughs> about his book. And he's yeah. like, the best part of my book is pumping ideas into the world. And, and she's like, I feel like this is what he's really like. <laughs> totally. A total <laughs> asshole. And Carrie's like, I thought it was the fact that you could be, that you could behave like, um, Oh, I thought it was that you could behave like an utter asshole and people would find you amusing. <laughs> and he's like, I'm fucking in love with you. I'm in love with you. Go home with me. And this is what Carrie calls Beg. Mm. And she's like, I'm, um, I'm at a cool party with cool people under 30. And Beg is like, fine, what happened to you? And Carrie's like, and he she's just like, put and his I'm arms about to go me. home with the guy, a yeah. cool guy. So, and he's like, Carrie, Big's like, Carrie, just get over here. And then he comes. She's like, come see me. And he's like, I can't. I don't know where you are. I know. He's such a baby. Big (laughs) baby. So so then she's waiting outside. It's like for 45 minutes. It's like 3.30 in the morning. And I'm like, oh, my God. He's not coming. So so embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then he shows up and he's like, where were you? I was on the side. She's like, this is the front. He's like, that's the front. Blah, blah, blah. We go back and forth. And then... um. And then he, they, we finally are like, okay, but it's whatever. symbolic though. Yeah. That totally. he was on one side and she was at the other and they both equally feel like they were in the right. I love that. That's so true. He's like, well, I'm here now. What's going on? And Carrie's like, I've done the merry-go-round. I've been through the, clo- the sliding door. I feel like I've met someone I can stand still with. Do you want to stand still with me? I was like, oh. I know I loved that line. And Big was like, did you really call me at 3.30 in the morning to ask me if I would stand still with you? And she was like, yes. "Yes." And then he he just like, yeah. And it was very sweet. Yeah. And then she finishes off the episode of saying, in a city of infinite options, sometimes there's nothing better than knowing you only have one. I love that. I do too. And then the end credits. All right, let's read a story of someone's bad date. So we're reading from Refinery29. There's an episode. So we're going to read about Lauren in Gramercy Park. So RIP our date 45 minutes ago today. Okay. I guess it's only 45 minutes. Okay. Okay. So. Shall Do I? Are you doing go it? Go for it. Yeah, you go. Okay. I went on a first date with a guy. We'll call him Bobby. I met Bobby at a dive bar of his choosing and found him waiting with a beer. When I took a seat next to him and ordered a drink, he sat there without saying a word as I paid. That was the last time he was quiet. For the rest of the date, all he did was talk about his dead parents, Uh-oh. how they died. Well, I guess that answers that. Yeah, yeah. When they died how he couldn't be sympathetic to family members because he's the only one who lost the parent, etc., and how I made more money than him. Not that he knew how much money I earned. Now I have lost a parent, but it's certainly not my first date conversation. After 45 minutes of this, when I politely refused a second drink, he ordered another drink anyways and proceeded to chat my ear off for over an hour until I finally said that I needed to go and made a dash for the door. He followed me out and walked with me for several blocks talking about a website for meat I had to I just had to check out. Eek. 
Oh that's my a God. disaster. That's like a disaster. That's like really People upsetting. People need to like keep things light. Like I think it's important <laughs> to have a balance of like realness and totally. like also like you know what's go who you are what you're about yeah like, people who go in too dark like good luck well and can i say this too for friends and lovers if you're meeting up with someone <laughs> like if you've been dating for a while sure talk about your parents that's really sad but it's like so if, if you're meeting up with someone in like you're going out for drinks have the courtesy not to drop your worst news on them in the first five minutes because then you fucking know very well that that's all you guys have to get to talk about the whole time. Because if someone walks into a drink with me and is like, oh, my dad's not doing well, or this, I'm like, of course, I'm like, oh my God, I'm a human being. Let's talk about this. This is awful. But it's like, at least be like, hey, how are you first? Like, don't find your worst news ever. It's fine and then once drop it on in a while. It's fine depending no, on who it is. But some people do it every time because mm-hmm. they know they can. Mm-hmm. Oh, my dad's a hoarder. Oh, my dad's this. Oh, my boyfriend broke up with me. Oh, my boyfriend's cheating. Oh, um, um, and it goes on and on. People, I'm, bro- I'm broke. But like, you know, like just like my bad friend <laughs> awards thing. It's like, okay, great. Now let's all feel bad together. Like, Oh. okay anyway shameless self-promotion watch her bad friend awards it's a, a <laughs> really it's on our website www.listen <laughs> under videos also on the instagram <laughs> section okay i'm gonna read one more since that was a short one this is liz from brooklyn mardi gras new york city 2008 i was on what i had presumed to be at the time a very nice second date with a very nice guy I'd met a couple weeks before. We'd been on a respectfully sweet and romantic first date the weekend before, so I was looking forward to a mature, non-sleazy evening with my mid-30s microfinancing gentleman caller. I like that. We'll call him Steve. Mm. Meeting up at his friend's bar that night, I found Steve already chatting with his buddy. Polite intros were made, and when I turned around to order a drink, Buddy casually tossed out, clowned up lightly. Perplexed eyes swiveled back around to the convo. Shrugging his shoulder, Steve mumbled, nonsense, Jan's party while back. You? Susie had a big old jam at so-and-so's the other weekend. Got me a 45-minute blowjob in the back room. But he beamed, turning to me. They had a gropa clown there, too. But she made it with an umbrella and garbage bags. What are gropa clowns? I don't know. What's happening right now? I'm confused. So they were, okay, so she's out with him, microfinancer, then... He's like, they bump into a friend and they're like, have you clowned up, clowned up lately? And that's the micro clown. Oh, wait, the sex clown? I don't know. Who's this so clown? A gropa clown? A gropa clown there too. But she had made it with an umbrella and garbage bag. Not the usual Oh, you make box. it so a real person dressed up like a clown. I'm con- Wait, so he turned his attention to me. You ever clown up? Confused. I murmured, a feeble, no. At which point, Steve took no. my not running and screaming from the room as a thumbs up. Uh-oh. And proceeded to elaborate for the next, half, next hour and a half on his titillating clowning lifestyle. His exotic fishnet inventory, uh, in, in um, parentheses, hot pink versus my plain old black and nudes, close parentheses, semicolon. His recent visit to the adult video awards in Vegas. My friends are on the show Porno Clown Posse. Have you seen it? And the fring- fingerprints of patent leather platform boots. They're much more comfortable than you think, am I right? My proper Midwestern upbringing and lack of decent date in months kept me numbly agreeing <laughs> and dancing by his side. 
then finally allowing him to walk me home. I watched in dumb terror as his handlebar mustache said he'd had a great night and briskly planted one straight on the kisser, blurting, very good, before strutting off into the night. Very bad indeed. Okay, let me just say the handlebar mustache should have been clue An indication? That, yeah, that this was not a joker. Something... <laughs> yes. And on that note, um, let's not clown around and let's call it a day. <laughs> we have things to do. Let's no more clowning around. No more clowning around. Thank you for joining us. Oh, and if you have any weird dating stories, please go to our <laughs> Instagram. It's listen underscore batch. And you can just DM us on there. You can follow us on there. See our videos. We um, love to give people advice. Yeah, I'd love to give you some dating advice. Um, so our dating <laughs> advice for that clown situation is, yeah, don't go on a third date. And that first one, don't be a downer. And if someone's doing that, you just, um, what did manifestation babes say to do when someone's being negative? Just nod and, Hang up and go, mm-hmm. just do a, a hum, agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. She says eventually they'll get tired of hearing themselves talk. They'll get bored. You can move on to the next conversation or try to distract them. Like just ask them lots of questions and sway the conversation how you want. Some I people do. really don't get that cue. Though, they don't get that, the hint. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 They're like, yeah. Okay. So mm. no more date with those people. Okay. Everybody, <laughs> Mr. Sister Thank in you. the City. Thank you. We love See you. See you next Bye. week. Bye. Okay, bye.